Hello and welcome to The Daily Reprieve, where we provide essays, speaker meetings, workshops, and conferences in podcast format. We are an ad-free podcast. If you enjoy listening, please help us be self-supporting by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and drop a dollar or two into the virtual basket. Please consider donating monthly by clicking the Donate Monthly button. However, one-time donations are always welcome. Just click the Donate Now button. Now, without further ado, this episode of The Daily Reprieve. I'm Chava, and I am a sexaholic. I, about uh, a month and a half ago, I was going through uh, yet another phase where I was wanting to quit Sexaholics Anonymous, and I felt, I, I sensed, it was clear that my higher power wanted me here, but I, I didn't really want to be, and it was at a time when the uh, two, sometimes three other women at my meeting had left, and I was the only woman, and um, I I remember leaving a Sunday meeting and kind of in a huff, and going home, I, you know, this, I'm not coming back, and I got a message on my machine from Saras who said, uh, would you be a speaker at this um, event today, and uh, so I thought, oh, very funny, higher power, you're asking me <laughs> to, you know, I, I'm in doubt, and you're asking me to make a commitment at least for the next month and a half, so, um, and actually, I, um, she had said, uh, asked me to speak on Tradition 1, which I came here today thinking I was going to speak on, but um, which is um, our common welfare should come first. Um, personal recovery depends upon essay unity, and what I was thinking of speaking about was um, uh, women and men in essay. And um, uh, my first, uh, I remember coming into essay, and one of my first impressions was that there weren't many women. And uh, I was so embarrassed that I, I mean, especially about the big M word, you know, um, you know, to talk about masturbation, um, I still have to look at the ceiling when I, I, I could, you know, it's like, I couldn't, I, I was just, I had to look at the floor constantly, and I always wanted to break out into this nervous sort of adolescent giggle, and uh, it was very uncomfortable. Um, I realized at some point that I have very, very little self-esteem around men. And when the other women left, I was having a hard time even speaking at a meeting. So I was thinking, what am I even coming here for? Um, and um, and my assumption was that um, you didn't want me here. And that if 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 I wasn't this sorcerer in the meeting, you'd really be getting down to business and really be sharing from the heart. And it was just because I was there. And of course, I am the problem. And I felt sort of like like a donut in an OA meeting or something, which is which, which is probably pretty arrogant to have, to feel like you know that I am such the big deal. But. Um, Anyway, when I decided to um, when when I decided to talk about unity, you know, I started to to pray about this, and um, and this last month and a half has just been one you know one gentle miracle after another. Um, 
so that um, a year ago, I would have wanted this panel to be women only, and now I was sort of concerned because I heard it might be women only, and it's like, no, I didn't want that. Um, and one of the first miracles was that I was I was upset because somebody said something that I thought was disparaging to women, and and there's just all these um, resentments, and um, you know, in a in a year and a, almost a year and a half of of essay, I think like. One person once said something probably disparaging about prostitutes. I'm an ex-prostitute, and I, you know, I say, okay, I'm not coming back here. Why, you know? Um, so someone asked me if I'd secretary the business meeting in a week, and I said, well, I don't know if I'm even going to come. I, I just don't know. And um, and this is one man that I've started to have some degree of communication with, and. And he said, well, I really hope you come back. You make a valuable contribution here. And that was amazing to me, you know, because I thought I wasn't wanted because that's my cargo that I bring. And um, and somebody else, and, you know, and God had men start to talk to me. And, so, you know, and someone else a few weeks later said, um, must be hard being the only woman at this meeting. I said, yeah, sometimes I haven't wanted to be here. And he said, well, I hope you stay because you really make a valuable contribution here. Um, I also, um, and I, and after that, I started to realize, I mean, I just, I'd leave the meeting and I'd have all these, just, you know, these little intuitions you get. I assume men get intuitions too. That women's intuition is probably not true, but um, that this—that um, I, I realized that you know, I, I say this. I hope I pray prayed about this and hope that I'm saying this in the spirit of recovery and reconciliation. Um, is that I have had hatred towards men, and it's what I learned from my mother, from my grandmother, all of whom were prostitutes. And um, what I realized after one meeting was that it was just fear, and I didn't even know any men. I mean, my therapist is the first man I've ever, like, sat in a room and talked with a man, I mean, that wasn't a sexual relationship. Um, so pardon me, but I make amends for 41 years of <laughs> resentment based on, basically, fear. Um and and it became um like really hopeful and exciting to me that that I could learn to um have maybe friendships you know or have relationships with men that were sober um and, and to learn that in this fellowship and i also had to i started god just give kept me giving me these insights and i, recog- I recognized that um, you know, I'd have—I hate to admit this—but I would have all these resentments. You know, like hearing men act out with prostitutes and um, stuff about um, molesting—you um, know, molesting youngsters. And and it occurred to me one day, it just got real clear, is that I didn't want to look at this because it was me. You know, and it was easy for me to say that's men who do that stuff. 
And, you know, for example, when I was a prostitute in a particular house that I worked in, it, you know, I don't know whether I chose this or not, but, but it's definitely part of my psyche now, or my makeup, is that I was responsible for initiating, like, you know, uh, not well men would bring their sons, you know, like, you know, 11, 12, whatever, to, you know, be initiated into sex, and that was my, you know, that's what I did, and I still have that inclination, that that's one of my lust patterns. So when I was able to admit this, um, I could sit at a meeting, and when that discomfort arose, you know, I would just remind myself that the person sitting in the next seat was a man, and he was just like me. Um, and that I don't know whether sex, I don't know whether men and women act out in different ways. I don't know. I just know that my lust, <laughs> my disease is um, the same one that you have. Um, and also, what what I've been learning too is my relationship with God. I always, you know, when I came across the God, that word, it was always um, Dad, basically. And who was a sadistic tyrant, and um, and um, I once I once kind of jokingly I realized kind of joked that every amends that I have to make can be divided into two two categories. I'm sorry I mistook you for my mother, and I'm sorry I mistook you for my father. It's like it's, you know, it's like, so, I mean, it's like, this is old news, but I've got to stop, like, seeing all you as dad, and, you know, or tricks, or, um, you know, and that hostility, and um, and I realized that my relationship with God wasn't going to heal, um, you know, it wasn't going to be a matter of me changing the gender of my higher power, which is also valid, but you know, calling calling God goddess or whatever, it was a matter of me healing my relationships with men and that, um, you know, that was necessary for me to do this work, for me to heal my relationship with God, and heal, which is healing my relationship with myself, you know, because I can't hate, any, can't hate you all without hating me. Um, but then the other just mostly amazing thing that's happened in this last month and a half is that um, um, well? I, it was. It was. I I I shared at a meeting. Um, I that I, you know I have this really lousy work record. You know, being a prostitute and I put sales. You know, on 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 like application stuff. But, you know, it's like. I just don't have much to say at an interview. And um <laughs> and I went, to, you know, and and I've been on, out on disability and I went to for a long time and I went to an employment agency and something said to be real and I said I've been a secretary prostitute and I don't want to do either and and this woman had had a job listing for ex prostitutes that was that just came in and I shared this about this meeting about this process of applying and I got so much, um, I, well, what I got was love, you know? <laughs> and, 
And I really felt rooted for it. It's like everybody in that room was supporting me. You know, when I didn't get the job because they wanted uh, someone with a degree, and that's not what my degree lies in, believe me. Um, um, if the, I, you know, I got support then too, and it's just this amazing, incredible, incredible thing for you know. And and I realized that it maybe doesn't. Um, I mean, it's not a, it's not the effusive kind where someone comes and hugs you. And I'm really glad. That's one thing I really like that in SA we don't hug because I couldn't deal with that, you know. Um, but I guess what I'm saying is I'm beginning to feel like loved by y'all, <laughs> and I hope to return the favor soberly. And um, you know, and just in every little way, it's like God week after week is saying. No, you were wrong, Chava. You know, like, like, you know, I thought, well, I just hate this because men don't share their feelings and it's really dry. You know, and, and just, they're just mouthing platitudes about the steps, but not really sharing from the heart, blah, 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 blah. Well, if you've ever sat through a first step, you can't, I mean, you know, it's not real honesty. I mean, but to sit through first, someone giving their first step and that degree of vulnerability, and somebody came up to me after a meeting, last week and was like just almost in tears and just was like showing that to me and um so um so all I can say is you know I didn't you know I didn't come to Sexaholics Anonymous eagerly and it's not where I would have chosen to be, um, you know, sitting in a room telling personal things to people who used to be my clients, so to speak. Um, and um, it's probably the most wonderful thing that's ever happened to me. So thanks. I would like to thank you for listening to this episode of The Daily Reprieve, the best source for experience, strength, and hope for SA members. Please subscribe to this podcast to be alerted of new episodes. Please show your support by donating to The Daily Reprieve by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and choosing either monthly donations or a one-time donation by clicking Donate Now. Thank you for listening, and stay tuned for the next episode of The Daily Reprieve.